everyone, and welcome to Sales Closer Society's podcast, the place to be for all being sales. Today's episode question is, are you using cloud communication services for your business? Hello, my name is Ralph Falchin. I'm your host of Sales Closer Society's podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about cloud communications. And I got some exciting news. Today, I will be interviewing sales expert Johnny Polanco. And we will be talking about cloud communications, PBX systems, and all things sales. So you want to listen to the end. We're going to be giving strategies, secrets on how to build customer relationships, and best of all, how to close sales. So let's get started here. So me and Johnny Polanco go back to 14, 2015, Comcast business. We developed a relationship, built rapport there together. We talked about sales. We talked about family. So when I put together this podcast and thought about who am I going to bring on as my very first guest? I had a lot of offers on people that wanted to come aboard, but I thought about Johnny Polanco and our great conversations we had about business and sales and family. So I thought about why not bring on my friend Johnny Polanco to my first episode. So this is episode eight, and we're going to be talking about cloud communications, PBX systems, and sales. So let me introduce you all to Johnny Polanco. Thank you for that. You know, that was an awesome introduction um, and great background too, right? I mean, mm -hmm. everyone has to start somewhere. Um, a little bit about myself. Uh, you know, I actually have a good 10 years of experience in the IT world. But, you know, when we had first met, I was at a stage in my life where I was looking for more. And knowing that you already had the experience, you know, I'm, I'm the new guy coming into the team. And just to see how this has developed over time, I would have never guessed we would be where we're at today. You know, so I'm excited for this conversation. Mm -hmm. Also, so that other, you know, professionals can glean off of this insight and hopefully start to shape their careers as oh, we yeah. further this on. But um, yeah, well. All right, all right. So let's just talk a little bit about you know, Johnny Polanco, you know, sales, you know, how did you first get started in sales? Um, first, my first sales job was actually with Verizon Wireless. Nice. And they started me off as a greeter. So the essential role was greet people and guide them to the newer products, make sure that you understand the flow of traffic and how to uh, continue resetting the clock. Because that's the thing, whenever you go into a cell phone store, initially the first initial reaction is, this place is busy, it's gonna be too much, I wanna walk out. But when you have someone that's constantly filling you in, hey, it's gonna be about a 15 minute wait. Did you wanna wait here or outside? Is there any information you, know, um, you wanna leave so we can contact you in the event that you, know, you wanna go outside, right? The experience changes. Because it's not just walking in and hopefully someone acknowledges me. Mm -hmm. You have someone that really cares to your needs. I immediately found out, you know, that the talent that I uh, didn't know I had was connecting with people. And it only took me six months of doing that role, which was a temporary role. Verizon said, hey, you have no sales experience. We're going to give you a temp job. Um, well, after six months, I actually had people asking if I could help them. Why can't Johnny help me? So I ended up landing a position as a sales rep 
And that within a year led me into the business sector of Verizon Wireless. So pretty exciting as you continue climbing that ladder, but that's where I started. Yeah, nice. That's interesting because I just put out a post today in regards to, you know, did sales find you or did, or did you find sales, right? Which is crazy because a lot of people say, you know, I went to college, I went to school, you know, to become an accountant, right? Or just something, a, a medical, right? But then they end up in sales, right? So they say, well, that's sales found me. Or, you know, some people say, you know what? I was kind of started off in sales. That's all I ever did was retail and all that stuff. But that's a great story because I, I, I feel you because retail is where I started myself, clothing, shoes, and clothes. And I think, in a, you know, and, and this is probably your thought as well, is I think that was what built my foundation in sales, being able to work with customers, you know, work with them on a one-on-one -on -one basis. But I think that re that retail background built my foundation for sales and kind of was a stepping stone. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I really do think so. I feel like um, sometimes people may look at this position in retail as, um, you know, uh, I can't wait to leave this job or I need to find something that pays me more or, you know, they look at this in such a negative light that they're missing the actual opportunity at hand. These are all experiences, right? I, I know you may feel negative about the hours, obviously in retail, you put mm -hmm. crazy hours, crazy but hours. what did I learn during that time, mm -hmm. right? I was putting in at least 12 to 14 hour days when I was working. And, you know, I'm only supposed to be working an eight hour shift. Mm -hmm. But when you're doing this, you're going overtime. Oh, yeah. Overtime means what? Hey, we're super busy. We're understaffed. We need your help. Can you stay? It's an yep. option. I would stay. I wouldn't complain about the rules. Right. Yeah. Obviously, if there was something important happening at home, mm -hmm. it, you know, at that point, I would look at it differently. But what did I learn? I learned an operational standpoint. Mm -hmm. I learned the sales and management standpoint. Yes. Right. And it helped me develop the characteristics that I use on a day to day basis today. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, foundational background, you know, retail and a lot of salespeople I meet got that retail background and very successful now. So, yeah, that's cool. How about, you know, in your time, you know, you talked about couple, you know, a couple of sales roles that you had. What has been one of your favorite sales roles, jobs that you've had so far? I would I would say where I'm at right now. You know, I, I feel, I feel like a rock star. I'm, I'm fulfilling people's needs when it comes to communication and collaboration. I mean, look, we're, we're using a collaboration tool right now, right? We're utilizing Zoom. Uh, you have the newer technologies for your podcast where you're doing audio, you know, um, those are all technologies. Someone had to develop them and there was people in need, you know, there could be someone listening to our conversation right now. Uh, to this recording, hoping to learn something new. And you you are, right? You're not alone in this. Uh, you have to be a sponge in water, willing to soak up the knowledge, not only soak it up, but retain it and then apply it to your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, nowadays, you know, technology is so important to your right to integrate that into what we're doing on a daily basis. Now you got to be agile. You got to pivot nowadays. This is the future right here. You know, future of Zoom, you know, go to meetings, doing direct message videos and sending them in to, to, you know, DM, right? A little short clip, you know, audiograms, videograms, that's the future, the technology. And, and uh, you know, and when I do these coaching sessions, I tell everybody, you know, get aboard the technology, learn it, you know, because if not, you will be left behind. If you're thinking that you're still going to reach somebody the old school way when 
people are putting together a two little minute video clip using this type of technology, sending it to a prospect or a customer, and then you're just trying to leave a voice message. You know, they're using technology to their advantage and that's the key right now. Be pivot and, you know, be agile and use that uh, to, your, to your advantage. So, so you got, you know, we're talking good job, right? So sales is not always luxury, not always fun, right? How about a sales job where you just, you know, hated it, didn't like to be there? <laughs> I'm, I, I'm going to say it was 50-50, but I think that Comcast role really grinded me out. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I felt like when the picture was painted initially, mm-hmm. it was, hey, you can make your own hours, be your own boss, create your own business mm-hmm. while working with Comcast business. And believe it or not, when I was there, it felt that way in the beginning. When I was working with you, it felt that way. Mm-hmm. But then you get a culture shift and different management, and then it changes the perspective of what you were initially sold on, mm-hmm. right? So you get new management, and now you've gone from a leader to a manager to a boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there was a huge difference. It affected everything. It affected my mood. It affected the results and, you know, it affected the people around me because they were stressed. You know, it was, you know, why are you not doing 50 to 60 door knocks a day? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, um, you know, uh, pressure, pressure. (laughs) There's there's deals that we have in the pipeline that we need to focus on. Mm -hmm. I can't do 50 to 60 door knocks a day when I have roughly five to 8,000 worth of revenue that I need to close for this month and I've gotten verbal commitments, but now we need to push them across the board. But how yeah. can I do that? I mean, are you expecting me to do 50, 60 door knocks a day mm-hmm. and then try to close it? Well, that kind of dips into the personal time, right? right? And mm-hmm. uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a salaried employee. You're expecting me to use my personal time mm-hmm. to complete these tasks. It's not going to work. Yeah, It's not going to work. Correct. You know, you start looking at alternative mm-hmm. options, right? A lot yeah. of a lot of people left, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that that stress in itself, when it starts dipping into your personal life, mm-hmm. it affects everything. I mean, it changes your perspective. Yeah, it is hard. Yeah, management and you know, it, leadership. You know, that's a huge difference, right? A, a manager being in charge and, and of what you're doing daily compared to a leader, right? A leader that's inspiring and motivating and pushing you to succeed. But then they also understand the, the personal side, right? The you, right? A leader always understands a you. I understand you, you as a person, but I also understand you as an employee, right? They balance it out. And I noticed that where, uh, you know, manager would just push you, right? Like you said, the numbers, push, 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 you know, hit the number. A leader would empathize, sympathize with you and work with you to kind of develop you teach you to become a great seller, great leader, right? And build you up. So yeah, it makes a huge difference. I agree with you on that. Um, so let's see here in sales, you know, we, we talk about, you know, sales and, you know, we got cold call and we got all these different things that we have to do on a daily basis, right? We get up in the morning, we have a task, we have schedules. What would you say is the biggest challenge it being in sales? Um. Yeah, you know, I, I I look at that statement, right? And I know a lot of people sit in the same seat. Um, lead generation mm. is one of the most difficult things to do because 
there's so many different resources to do it, but where are you going to spend a majority of your time, mm -hmm. you know, making sure that you're getting accurate data? Yeah. Because the last thing you want to do is uh, spend your time thinking like, hey, I'm going to focus on social media only and start reaching out to customers. And then mm -hmm. you don't see a result from that. Yeah. You stop, then you switch it again, right? Mm -hmm. I'm going to start cold calling or, you know what, maybe I'm going to go door to door. I'm a, so, you know, I want to take a little time on this topic. It's nice. very important to me mm -hmm. because when the pandemic changed, the people that like myself, mm -hmm. I'm really good at connecting with clients in person, face to face. I'm the guy that comes in with the smile that you can't refuse or turn away. We right? did that. I remember how, that. How can I help mm -hmm. you today, sir? Mm -hmm. Right. How can I help you today, sir? You remember we went, we went that's, door to door, you and I. That's, that's and what we, we did. never got turned away. Never. We never we got good. turned away. That was the days. And we always did one to two, right? Hey, I'll take the data. You take the phones. And the next one, I'll take the phones. You take the data. Yeah. And, you know, we built a really good brand. Yes. We really did. Mm -hmm. um, but when the pandemic hit, there was no more face-to-face. -face. People no. were really hesitant. Mm -hmm. So now you're taking roughly 80% of the work that you're doing is all done by phone and being at home at a remote workforce. Yes. So you had to get good on the phone. I'm, I, I can still talk. Sales is not for everybody. I, have you ever heard the, uh, uh, someone say, uh, you have to be crazy to work in sales because of how difficult it is? I don't know how you can do that job. I couldn't do that job. I hear my wife tell me that I couldn't do what it is you do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cause I can't, I can't take getting turned down this yeah. job in sales mm -hmm. and whatever you're doing, you have to be ready for rejection. Oh yeah. You, you, you have to know you a hundred percent of the time they're going to reject me. Oh yeah. They're going to say no. Yes. You, you can't feel afraid. Right. Mm -hmm. You got to go in there. Don't think about it. The more you think about it, the more you analyze it, the yeah. worse it's going to be. Right. I'm with you on that. Mindset, right? It always, it's all that it comes down to the mindset. You got to tell yourself, and, and that's what I always preach is you got to expect you're going to be told no. You're going to be rejected. You're going to be hung up on. This is all the things that you're going to go through. And it's not, uh, it's not a fairy tale. It's nothing like that. It's going to happen to you. So be prepared. And that's, that's a great point that you said. You know, you have to have your mindset. You got to be prepared for the rejection. And all of the things that are going to come through objection-wise, right? I'm, I'm not ready. Um, now's not the time. The budget. And I tell everybody, figure out objection handling. How you're going to handle rejection and objections, right? Those two things. How are you going to, how are you going to bounce back after they tell you no? How are you going to bounce back after they tell you, hold on, I got to wait a little, or let's do this next week. You know, that's what it comes down to with sales. Is those are the little insights that you have to become good at in order to be successful, right? Those little, those little niches, right? Those little, okay, objection handling, get good at that. And you could get the, the, the sale moving forward. But if you fail there, the sale's gone. <laughs> it's done after that, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's it. So let's say here, so what would you say, you know, being in sales now for a couple of years now, you know, you've been doing this for a while now, what would you say is your, your, some of your greatest accomplishments in sales? What are you proud of? the brand that I have built over time. Nice. My own self-branding. Hmm. I landed my role based on a referral. Nice. An employee that was actually exiting the company and said, hey, I know that I've been here for 10 plus years with you guys. 
Nice. I'm not going to leave you alone. I have someone to fill my position and is going to do a, a at least a, a, a great job like I did or better. Nice. Yeah. And I went through a huge process, right? Because mm -hmm. the company I'm with right now, Pantera Networks, mm -hmm. um, is an all-in-one all UCAS solution. But at the time of me interviewing with them, I was also interviewing with Zoom. Uh -huh. Nice. And I had to make this decision. You know, Zoom is a very well-known platform and company. They invest a lot into their marketing. Mm -hmm. Or do I go with Pantera Networks? where they, you know, they, they invest into marketing, but more into the technology that they had. Mm -hmm. So I started to really make my decision based off a of culture okay. and how people presented themselves. Nice. I was being interviewed, but did they allow me to interview them? Hmm. Because I'm the talent that they're looking for. Nice. Are they making me work for this position or are they really interviewing me as a person I am, right? Because essentially, if I'm going to be brought onto a team, they have to like me and I have mm -hmm. to like them. Yeah, that's important. You know, I, yeah. after all the conversations, I connected more with Pantera. Nice. And, you know, I, I uh, uh, my, uh, the VP, my leader, mm -hmm. has probably been the best leader that I've had in my entire sales career, showing me the support. He'll step into meetings if I can't make that or attend the meeting that was set for me. Nice. He'll jump in and conduct that meeting and demonstration for me. Nice. Give me the results, right? So... I, uh, I, I love where I'm at and uh, nice. I'm blessed to be where I'm at. Yeah. See, and that's huge because, you know, and, you know, being on social platforms, you see, you know, the larger companies, right? And that's interesting that you say that, you know, you balanced it out. And most people would say, I'm going to go to Zoom, the big name company, right? But you thought about different things. You, you went outside the box and thought about culture, leadership, future advancement, right? What was smart that you did was you didn't just look at the brand of the name Zoom and assume that that was going to be the best place for you as a salesperson, right? You had it, you dug deeper, you did your due diligence, and now look at where you're at. You said you're happy with what you do. The previous question I asked you about one of your favorite jobs, this is the job. So you actually, in return, landed the best job or the job that you've been looking for for many years even though there was other opportunities that were even greater out there. That's, that's a great story. You know, it's not always the name brand. That's, that's great for all the, you know, for all the listeners and out there. Don't always look at the name brand. Don't always look at the, the shiny object. You know, think about yourself. Think about your future. Think about what's going to be best for you and your family and for your future. It's not always, you know, the biggest, brightest, shiniest object out there. Sometimes it just takes time, energy to look it over, think about it and make the right decision. So that's a great one. So let me see here. So let's talk about in life, you know, what has, who has been one of the most influential people that you've met or know that's been in your life? Um, it's always going to turn to, to God. Nice. I know there's a lot of people that have their own religion, mm -hmm. but you shouldn't just include him when you're in, during your hard times, you need to include him into your wins. Nice. You need to talk to him as you would uh, a father or, you know, your parent or your significant other. Show the respect, show the value, continue going, um, you know, and then really, um, really having 
people surrounding me in my life right now that I want to continue portraying and becoming like, right? Like I, I never knew that I would ever be networking with the multimillionaire, right? And, you know, have him as my mentor, you know, and my family is like my number one priority. So um, on this question, there's four things that I want to go ahead and put on the table. And I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, so you can stop me if I am. Go ahead. We're here. Let's do it. But one of the things that my mentor told me to focus on to become the person I need to become, I need to kill the person I was. Nice. And what that means is I have to get out of my old ways. Mm -hmm. And I have to learn these four rules to become a four-dimensional man right? To be on fire with everything that you have, to be passionate with everything that you do. And it was focusing on your body, nice, your being, which is your connection to God, to Jesus or whatever religion that you're into, right? Mm -hmm. Having a balance. Okay. And that balance is the balance between your business and your personal life. Nice. Okay. And the number four thing is making sure your business is on fire. Nice. So if you can focus on those four things, no matter who you are, wherever you are in life, Mm -hmm. you will succeed. Nice. And ever since I started to focus on those things, I really started to put this down in perspective on an Excel sheet. What does my body look like? If I take my shirt off right now, am I satisfied with what I see? If I'm not, what are the steps that I need to do to, to get to where I want to be? Mm-hmm. Am I going to change my eating habits? Do I start doing intermittent fasting? Mm-hmm. Do I avoid eating, you know, so much fast food? Obviously, no one really can. You know, if they do, it's like you're starving yourself. And a part of you focusing on your body and health is to make sure that you're enjoying the process. You can't hate the process. Mm-hmm. So cater it around you doing it. Find small little wins, right? You can't give up a lot of the foods you eat, then time the time frames that you're eating those foods. Mm-hmm. You know, do a, a it's it's an eight eight sixteen. I don't know if you know about that, but you eat for eight hours and you fast for sixteen. Yes, that's right. Great. Um, that's been super beneficial. The the balance with my family, I really try to dedicate time to them. You know, after work, I try to cut off around five o'clock. Five o'clock hits. I do my best to just say, hey, I'm going to do the rest of the work at night. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do the work at night. Make sure that you're spending your time and at least having a meal with your family after work, you oh, know, yeah. and then for business, uh, making sure you understand your pipeline, making sure that you're updating your task at the end of the week um, and finding out how you're going to prep Sunday, wake up super early and prep your week so that you're good to go. You know exactly what you need to do, who you need to contact. Nice. Johnny Polanco is dropping nuggets, y'all. If you didn't write those down, rewind it, go back and listen to those, write them down. Those are some great tips that are keep your life balanced and good, put a good foundation under your feet. So go back, check it out. So let's say, you know, in sales itself, what would you say, you know, all the listeners here, I got listeners that are, you know, some of them are new to sales. I got some inspiring people that want to become salespeople. I got experienced sales reps on, you know, followers here listening. So many different right? Levels of experience, right? What would you say that would be some of the top sales skills that you would recommend somebody learn in sales or getting into sales? 
again, I'm going to say it's always going to be having these discussions that we're having today, right? Connecting with people that have the experience, seeing if it's going to be the right fit for you and, and knowing if you're going to step into this world of sales, you got to be in it mentally. Mm, nice. You have to be ready for the challenge. I love that. That is the truth. Mindset over everything. I, I believe that that's the key. You know, you prepare the mind and not just sales, right? You prepare the mind for your task or your target and it makes it so much easier, right? It's different than coming in fluttered or, or scattered, not knowing a direction or how you're going to attack it than to say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is my target. And this is what my action plan is, right? It's all mindset. It's like sales, right? If you know that you're going to come in and work hard after work hard at it, you better be willing to put in the work, the time and the energy and the studying, right? It's not going to happen easy. You're not going to just start closing sales. You're not going to be a top producer. This takes time, energy, work, and preparation, right? Practice and all that stuff. You know, it's a lot of what we did, you know, together and at the time that we worked together, remember, we role play, you know, we went out there, we knocked on doors together, we took turns hitting doors, we farmed areas, we did all that because in order to be craft, to in order to hone in on our craft and master our craft it takes practice, repetition is just doing it over and over. So that's great, you know, the mind, the mental, I, I, I'm 100% with you on that one there. So yeah, so let's talk real quick about um, your company a little bit here where you're at right now, just talk a little bit about you know let the listeners know what you're currently doing right now and where they could uh and then after that once you talk about you know where you're at and what you do if you could just let all the listeners know how and where to connect with johnny polanco yes sir yes sir so the company i'm with right now if you can see it on the screen for the uh listeners you won't be able to hear it but the company i'm with is uh pantera networks so pantera networks is an all-in-one ucas provider UCAS, U-C-A-A-S, uh, stands for Unified Communications as a Service. So you think about the traditional PBX system that's on-premise, right? Mm -hmm. And um, uh, having your, your phone system on-premise requires a lot of work, a lot of uh, maintaining to do, your hardware that you need to maintain. Essentially, if you go and find a phone system with another company, you have to be, you're the one held responsible to maintain that equipment. So if you don't understand how to do that, you need to hire somebody to do that. At Pantera, since we own the technology in the cloud, there's no need to maintain your hardware. We can provide the hardware or you can use your existing hardware. Nice. Something goes out, we're able to replace it for you. Right. But when we say all in one, what does that mean? It means your video conferencing, your text messaging or instant messaging, the dial tone and the soft app. The soft app allows you to use the technology across all the platforms. Nice. Right. So you're able to use it on your desktop. You're able to use it on your laptop right, uh, a mobile phone, or even a tablet. Nice. But you can do everything from one platform versus having to use multiple. So I give you an example, right? We have uh, Zoom. Zoom allows you to uh, do video conferencing, obviously. Um, it allows you to chat, 
but it doesn't allow you to do like instant messaging or text messaging, which is big for a lot of companies, mm -hmm. right? There's a lot of regulations that they have um, and compliances that they need to meet. And they have to use uh, certain softwares in order to do that because of the compliance issues within other softwares that they're using. So Pantera, we're actually high-tech and HIPAA compliant, allowing you the ease of use when you're sharing sensitive documentation across this platform to the end user. Okay. So it's, it's awesome to know that instead of you having to use, you know, I'll just label it five different types of tools mm -hmm. from Slack to Zoom to, you know, uh, the, the, the desk phone, right? You're, you're talking about all of these different tools. The biggest differentiator with Pantera is that it's all in one. Okay. Nice, nice. So for the listeners out there, what, um, who would you say your, your solutions are for mainly? Our typical user is going to be anywhere between 25 users all the way to 5,000. Nice. Our sweet spot is right in between that, about 2,500, okay. right? That's our sweet spot. Okay. And how about the industries? What industries could benefit from your solutions? Um, the multi-site companies. Okay. So like, for an example, before this call, I actually got off of... Uh, got off of a meeting and they had um, a little over uh, 40 sites and about 850 employees and they were using eight by eight for their uh, UC no they were using eight by eight for their dial tone they had ring central for the call center and then they had uh, zoom for uh, video conferencing and they were using slack Right. So you keep in mind that they're paying subscriptions to each and every one of these companies. Mm -hmm. After our conversation, he was so engaged that we're now followed up with a demo for next week. And uh, he was super intrigued. Um, and they're working on this project already. They're already interviewing other vendors because nice. they know everything's scattered and they, they need to have one platform to do. They understand they got a challenge and yeah, problem. Yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and share uh, for the viewers that are watching this, go ahead and share there the website or whatever you had up. So that way they could take a look at that. Of course. And that's a Pantera streams. Okay. So you can see that. Bring that up. And then go ahead and uh, let the listeners know Johnny Polanco, where can they connect with you and where could they find you at? Um, LinkedIn or TikTok. I have a TikTok that I built and I'm using as my personal branding for, my, uh, for the companies that I'm working with. Um, and then uh, LinkedIn obviously is really good as well, right? But TikTok, I, I, I find as uh, the new platform of all platforms because video marketing is huge. Um, I've actually, uh, I've met a few people that literally live and breathe out of TikTok. So, you know, they get all of their business from there. They're doing their marketing and I'm, I'm trying to grow it and understand it every day because I'm using it for personal use, you know, reviewing certain products that I'm doing on the back end because I, I do use those products and it could be beneficial to someone else. 
uh, motivational, you know, little clips that I'll put on there. And then, uh, you know, education as far as like UCAS and the company that I'm running. Nice. All right, sales closer. So find, go take a look on your social platforms views. Take a look for Johnny Polanco, Adam, follow, do all the above. So once again, I'd like to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Sales Closer Society. And we talked about cloud communications, PBX systems, all-in-one solutions. And we talked about all things sales. I hope you all picked up some great information today. You learned something, um, you know, and I appreciate your time and you all being here with us here, whoever's here watching and listening online. Um, this is going to be available as episode number eight, Cloud Communications with Johnny Polanco. Visit all of your uh, uh, podcast platforms and you'll be able to find it under Sales Closer Society's podcast. And I really enjoyed having Johnny Polanco here and I guarantee he will be back uh, for another episode. So once again, thank you all for tuning in. And once again, peace until the next time. I love you all.